Hello, and welcome back to another episode of How Cool Are These Powers? I'm your host, Donnie, and I'm here to talk about uh, a set of powers. These are all, usually in the episodes, I try to stay sort of uniform within, like, um, you know, when I talked about rubber powers, I talked just about characters with rubber powers. When I talked about super speed, I just talked about characters with super speed. Uh, this episode is going to be uh, a bunch of different powers. I guess, like, the, the devil fruit power, maybe. The devil fruit episode maybe falls into that. Um, a couple things maybe do. Uh, but, yeah, so this is... Uh, I'm going to be talking about the Umbrella Academy, because Season 2 came out right at the start of this month, um, or rather the end of last month, and uh, I'm a huge fan of that series. After the first season came out last year, I, or uh, maybe two years ago I think it might have been, uh, I read the comics all the way through. I had never read the comics before that. That, was, uh, that show was my introduction. And uh, I really liked it. I, I, I just liked how, how weird it was, and how dark it was willing to get, but, you know, it, it just had a lot of, had a, had a lot of shock humor kind of thing, um, it was just, it was good, the characters were very fun, I, I love the characters, if nothing else, I think the best thing about this series is the characters, um, even, like, the show doesn't have a huge amount of action scenes, or, or like, you, you don't really get to see the characters use their powers, especially the characters with the best powers, but it, it, the characters themselves are the driving force of the show, it seems, and the, the sort of the driving force of the comics. The comics are a little more uh, sort of action-packed. They all lead to, uh, to all the storylines kind of lead to big fight scenes. Um, and there is obviously action scenes when, uh, when the commission's involved and they're sending their time-traveling assassins. Um, so, yeah, uh, I'm going to get right into the powers. Um, this episode is, this is gonna have, uh, some spoilers for if you haven't, like, started the comics. If you've, if you've never read the comics, or if you've never watched the show, uh, there will be, sp like, spoilers for, like, the growth of character abilities, because, uh, season two introduces, like, sort of a new level of what characters can do, so if you haven't watched, um, season two, then, you know, spoilers ahead, um... If you've read the comics, they, they this is this, then the season two stuff is kind of like you you've seen this you you've seen them do this stuff from like the beginning, so yeah, uh, I'm just saying right up top for people who exclusively want to watch the Netflix show and don't want to read comics, uh, spoilers. So I'm gonna go in order, obviously. Uh, number one, uh, Luther, um, Space Boy, he has uh, super strength. Um, that's kind of all there is to it. Um, he, like, I'll, I'll kind of, I'm going to talk with every character about, um, like, the comic version and the show version, mainly assuming, uh, there is differences, because usually their power is roughly the same. For example, with Luther, uh, his super strength in the comics, he has super strength in the show, uh, doesn't really seem to be different. Um, different levels. It, it doesn't seem like the comic version is stronger. It doesn't seem like the show version is stronger. Uh, the only difference is uh, how his ape body happened. Like uh, in the comics, his his head is grafted onto the body of a of a Martian ape. Um, but in the show, he's injected with like an ape serum that heals him from a, a, a like a, a fatal wound, and it gives him this big hairy gorilla body. Um, that's really the only difference. It, 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 it's, it boosted his strength. Uh, I don't know if a Martian ape is stronger than the gorilla body that Luther got. That, that could be the one thing that separates them, because getting the gorilla body in both forms 
uh, did enhance his strength. It's just kind of a question as to which uh, strong thing is stronger. So, yeah, Luther's very simple. Super strength. That's what he is. Um, number two is, uh, I believe, number two was Allison. Or uh, I think it's Diego. Yeah, number two is Diego. Um, Diego is very cool. Uh, his, uh, his power is... Um, it, he has two different powers based on what you see in the show and what you see in the comics. Um, Diego in the, uh, in the show, I'll just start with, has the power of, of changing direct, of, uh, changing trajectories, um, or it's mag, or it's magnikinesis, like Magneto, but I think you see, you see him do his power with things that aren't metal, um, so basically what he has the power to do is if someone is, like, if there's, th like, projectiles or, like, things moving through the air, he can alter the course it's moving on, um, or if it's magnikinesis, he's just using, you know, magnikinesis to move it like Magneto, um, but I'm just gonna stick with that it's changing tra trajectories, because, you know, we know how magnikinesis works, if it's, uh, and, and I'm not, you know, obviously gonna get too deep into it, I'm just kinda gonna, I'm just gonna give examples of things he did in the show. Uh, so, yeah, there's a scene in, um, in, 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 obviously throughout the whole first season, he's throwing knives, and his throwing knives are, like, incredibly accurate to the point where they'll curve around corners, and that's all you see. You're just thinking, oh, okay, things that he throw will always go to their target. Whatever he throws, that's it. It's, it's gonna get to his target. And you don't really know that it's, it has anything to do with changing trajectories. Um, and I haven't seen... I'm, I haven't seen near the end of, like, season one in a while, so forgive me if I miss, like, an example of him doing, uh, the thing that he does in season two, but in season two, um, it'll, it's, it's much, it's much larger than that. It's not just that he can throw a knife and it's gonna always get to his, his target, uh, he, he straight up changes the trajectory of things. Um, the first episode opens on, like, a war between, like, Russia and America, and you can see the whole Umbrella Academy using, like, these these big powers that, like, it's way bigger than you've seen them do in the show thus far, um, and it's, like, a fight-or-flight response to the fact that they're about to get nuked, and, uh, yeah, at the, there's a part, he's standing up on top of a car, and there's all these guys around him, and they shoot at him, and he jumps in the air and kind of does this flip, and all the bullets curve back, and he didn't even, he didn't touch them or anything, and you just kind of see he did, like, a, like, a jump flip, and they spun back at, at their opponents, like, he changed the tra trajectory of all the bullets. If he was, like, Magneto, he would have just kind of, you know, held his hands out and, and pushed them back, but he did, like, a whole thing with it, and I'm wondering if maybe it, it's the movement that has to happen with it, because he did kind of do a movement, uh, when that happened in, um, it, it later in the show, in, in like, the last episode, uh, for those, you know, who watched it, um, or those who don't care about spoilers, there's a part, he's got all these bullets coming at him, and he holds his hands out, and the bullets all stop, and then he throws his hands to the right, and the bullets go right off to the right, um, and then, uh, yeah, so that's, that's, that's his powers, he can tra change the trajectory of things, very hard, uh, th sentence to say, um, in the, uh, in the comics, uh, he's known as, like, he's known as the Kraken, so he, 
in the comics has the power to like hold his breath indefinitely. He can you know, like go underwater and he'll never have to come up for air. Um, he also has an affinity for throwing knives. Like he's just he's just talented at it. He practiced. He's good at throwing knives to where like he can throw them at a way that it'll curve through the air like a pitcher throwing a curveball. Um, but that's not what his power is in the comics, and that's all it is. Is he can hold his breath forever. Uh, he kind of got a little bit you know gypped on that, but. He makes up for it with his knife-throwing skills and hand-to-hand -hand combat capabilities. Next up is uh, Allison Hargreaves, The Rumor, number two. Uh, potentially the strongest, if uh, depending what version you go with, because the show, you only see so much of, uh, of her capability, but in the comics, she's like doing some crazy shit. Um, all she has to do is, like, say it. She doesn't even have to say, I heard a rumor. It just happens. Um, her power is anything she says in the show, starting with the show. Anything she says, if she says, you know, I heard a rumor, it happens. It, seemingly, it happens whenever she, like, says it to people. People have to hear it. Um, and it, it's, it's, like, something controlling that person. And it has to be something affecting that person. Um, but in the comics, it'll just bend reality in, in ridiculous ways. So in the show, there's there's scenes where, you know, she, she she's doing like a sit-in. They're in the 60s in the second season. And she's sitting in uh, a diner. And there's a guy, you know, it, it's racist time. She's a black woman, she's a person of color. Um, and she's sitting in this, in this diner. And he comes up and he's yelling at her to get out. And he says, I heard a rumor that you shut your damn mouth. And then he's, he can't open his mouth to say anything to her. And then she says, I heard a rumor that you poured me a coffee. And then she he pours him a, he starts pouring the coffee, and it starts overflowing. And then she just starts say, pouring it on and saying, more, more, more. And then it's, like, pouring all over the guy's hand and just burning the shit out of him. And uh, she just keeps saying it over and over and over. And it keeps pouring until her husband makes her stop. Um, there's also... That's, like, pretty standard of, like, things you see her do. Like, you see when she's a kid, she tells a guy, I heard a rumor you shot your friend in the foot, and he turns and he shoots his friend in the foot. Um, there's she there's a part in season two with, like, these, uh, these like, assassin characters where she tells one of them, I heard a rumor that you killed your brother, and he walks over and he chokes his brother to death, and, like, it can't, like he, he can't stop himself, his brother can't stop him. It's just, it's happening. That's it. It's happening. Uh, and then this, the way season two opens is when they're doing that big, you know, Russian war, she says to some soldiers, I heard a rumor that I blew your minds and their heads explode just straight up. Their heads explode. You see like a light come from in, inside and they just fucking explode. It's like their brains just had a massive meltdown and they die immediately. And like that's getting pretty close to where her comic self is. But it's not necessarily warping reality that much because it's just, you know, it's still something that she ha is telling to somebody. It's not like reality is necessarily bending. Obviously, reality is bending to make this person's head explode, but it's something that she is telling to people to make happen. So it's unclear if she could just say, I heard a rumor that that guy's head exploded, and then their heads explode. Um, in the comics... Uh, you know, there's more scenes where there's like short stories and stuff with that kind of uh, expand on her on her powers and like show the higher limits of what she can do. Um, 
the one of the smaller things is she goes into a hardware store and she wants to get some super glue and the guy says oh we're out of super glue and she says oh really i heard a rumor that you keep uh, an extra thing right behind the counter and the panel's like showing you behind the counter and there's nothing there and he's like oh well i think we have some below the counter and then he grabs one and he's like oh my god where did this even come from and he gives it to her like it wasn't there in reality like bent to just drop some super glue there for her or there's once where they were fighting the statue of Abe Lincoln because it's actually a robot that's evil and the comics were so fucking weird and she says I heard a rumor that you got assassinated and then a statue of John Wilkes Booth manifests into reality and fucking shoots him in the head and that's it that's all she had to do to take him down. She, it, it, reality bent to summon this John Wilkes Booth statue. That why would there be a John Wilkes Booth statue to begin with? So yet her power just created that with with a working gun. Uh, there's all there's all sorts of things. There's another scene in the second book in Dallas. Uh, it's the same sort of storyline, similar storyline to the second season of the show. Um, but for people who only watch the show. Um, this is kind of fun. In the comic version, um, Five, the, like, adult version of Five, was supposed to, uh, assassinate JFK, and he doesn't assassinate JFK. I believe it was in the comics that it originally took place in a universe where JFK was never assassinated, and the apocalypse ended up happening because, uh, Hargreaves ended up in possession of all the nukes, and the nukes got set off, and then he was in possession of the nukes because JFK gave the nukes to him. And uh, that resulted in the world getting destroyed because all the nukes were set off. Um, but before it was set off, you know, all the all the characters, the main characters, time traveled away, and they got into the '60s in Dallas. And uh, so they had to try to go and assassinate JFK, make sure JFK got assassinated, so that when they got to the present, it would be a world where, you know, the Hargreaves didn't get the nukes. JFK was assassinated. And yeah, so the way they ended up doing it is when they couldn't get, they couldn't be successful in assassinating JFK, they planted Allison in as JFK's wife, uh, Jackie Kennedy, and she's sitting in the car beside him, she's got her head turned away, and he says something to her, and she turns back, and it's revealed, oh my god, it's Allison, and she says, I heard a rumor that, that you got assassinated, or that the back of your head exploded. And then the back of his head explodes all over the back of the car, and he fucking gets assassinated the same way he got assassinated in real life, but without, you know, the gunshot. And it's just like, it's the magic bullet, because she, there, where, where did the gunshot come from? The back of his head just suddenly burst. Whoa. And, uh, yeah, I think, I think, I think it would have been fun if they did that version in the comic, in the, in the show, but, you know, that's, that's whatever. That's for, uh, that's for us that wanted to read the comics less in detail because I don't really remember it as well but there was also a short story where she didn't want to help out on a mission so she was like oh I can't I'm uh, busy doing this and she went to go you know not do the thing that she said she was going to do and she was go also going to not help with the mission with the mission um, and it reality created a second version of her that really was going to do the thing that she was going to do and she gets killed by a supervillain named the murder magician who just he does that one magic trick where he saws you in half, but he actually saws you in half, uh, and he does it to her. And 
they think Allison's dead, and it's actually just this second Allison that got created when she said, no, I'm gonna go, uh, I, I have to go do this. And, yeah, so, she, her, the comic version is just, like, anything she says could trigger it. If she's lying, it seems like uh, it triggers it, whereas in the show, she has to say the line, you know, I heard a rumor. Next is uh, Klaus. Klaus is my favorite one in the show. Um, I don't really know if I'd say he's my favorite one in the comic. He might be. He might be. But uh, I, I love Klaus in the show. I'm a big fan of Robert Sheehan, and that's probably a big part of it because I'm, I'm generally pretty biased um, when I'm picking my favorites of things. So, yeah, Klaus is number four. He's at the seance. Uh, he has the ability to commune with the dead. The way the show kind of shows it is it's is uh, it's like the dead rushing at him to like talk to him, and uh, you're like they're screaming at him, and and they usually look like the way the, the exact way they looked when they died. So if they died in a really horrific way, they look all fucked up and mangled. Uh, when he was like being trained as a kid, part of his training is he would get locked in a cemetery, and have have all the little have all the ghosts rushing at him. Um, he's also, they have, uh, one of the, one of the main characters is dead, and that main character is around because Klaus, uh, like, summoned him. I'm not, I'm not gonna, you know, there's a little more to it, I'm not gonna go into it. That's something I don't want to spoil. Um, so, yeah, Klaus summoned him, and, uh, has the ability to give him, like, he can also give ghosts physical form. That's something he does with Ben in the first season. Um, where Ben Ben has his own power, obviously. He's one of the main characters. When he's given a physical form, he can use his powers, and they work. He can, you know, you know, do do things with his powers. Um, and for at, for the first season, at least, it's, it's just Ben. Uh, and the second season, you see the growth. And the growth is, uh, you see in the first episode, he, like, summons a whole ghost army of all the dead people, of all the guys that, like, died in the in the battle around them, and they have, like, functioning ghost guns that will kill people. Um, and in the background, he's also summoned Ben, who's using his powers to kill a bunch of other people. I'm not at Ben yet. Uh, and then, yeah, in, in the final episode, um, he hasn't yet gotten the hang of, like, giving multiple ghosts solid form, I don't think. Um, I couldn't remember. And in the, uh, there's a part where he's, like, falling through the air, and he's, he's falling from high up, and on his way down, he's yelling, catch me, catch me, and then you just see, like, before he hits the ground, he gets caught by something, and then the camera zooms out, and he's being held up by two ghosts, so he can, uh, he, he, he grew, and in a, in a fight-or-flight response, he gained the ability to give form to multiple ghosts. In the comics, there's a little more to his powers. He can commune with the dead. Um, I believe he can give ghosts physical form. Um, he can also... He has telekinesis, and it's really powerful telekinesis. Uh, he stops the apocalypse from season one, but in the, in, you know, in the first volume of the comics, where the moon is falling out of the sky, and he, with his telekinesis, catches it. It's like a chunk of the moon. I don't think it was the whole moon, but it was a big fucking chunk of the moon. He's got some strong telekinesis, and he can fly. Um, yeah, and it, the, the tragic thing with this character is he's, like, is early on Klaus is very addicted to hard drugs because of the fact that his, his powers, you know, freaks the fuck out of him. 
so he's always staying medicated so that he can uh, he can keep you know sane sort of as sane as you can be when you're on drugs um, and just so that he doesn't see the ghosts and he has this whole personality trait of being like when he's around his friends and family he's you know very like vibrant and, and jokey and you know fun um, and when he's by himself and when the ghosts are getting to him he's very like tortured um, and, uh, yeah, so, he's also, his, his, his powers in the comics are also, like, it's kind of whatever the story needs them to be. There's a part where he gets shot in the head, and he survives getting shot in the head just because he needs to survive. Um, few other things. I, I, I haven't read the comic in a while, so I can't really remember what all the things were, but they're, they were very situational. Even the telekinesis to catch the moon out of the sky... When it happens, the narration just says, we all knew the seance that had uh, telekinesis abilities, but we didn't know the, the extent. Apparently, the extent is being able to catch a chunk of the, of the moon out of the air that's coming to destroy the world. Uh, and that's, you know, that. So, that's all, that's, that's all I can really remember on the seance, and all I can really say on that. Next is, uh, is Five. He never got a name. He doesn't have a code name. I think, actually, his code name might just be The Boy, uh, which is, like, a newer one, because out of all of them, he's a kid because of his power. His power is to teleport um, by manipulating space-time, and he can teleport, like, short-range. I think in second season, he's got, like, kind of longer-range teleportation. Um, and his story through the show is that when they were all still kids... He wanted to push his limits and, and attempt time travel, and he time traveled into the future. He wanted to, to try going forward, and he goes way forward, and he skips from like when they're all kids into uh, ten days after this, the first episode of the show. So, and he ends up skipping into the apocalypse has happened and everything's all destroyed. And he finds his 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 adult siblings. They're all dead. He recognizes them because they have the tattoo of the Umbrella Academy symbol. And uh, he when he time when he like is stuck and he ages all the way up to being an old man. And then he tries to time travel back to the present. And he like made a miscalculation and he gets stuck in the body of himself at you know the age he left at but among the adult versions of him, of his family 10 days before they all die in the apocalypse, and he has to try to find a way to stop the apocalypse. Season 2, um, you, you find out he can also time travel like back in time. I think un I don't think he needs uh, technology to do that. They have, they have time machines through the commission, but I don't know if... I don't remember if he needed, uh, if he needed those to be able to go back in time. He might have been able to just do that by himself. Um... And, uh, he also, at the end of season two, in his sort of fight or fight, fight or flight response, uh, he's able to reverse time from, like, near death. Like, the whole group gets shot up, and he reverses time, uh, where the, all the bullets, he loses all of his wounds, and he's, like, able to get up and run to where he needs to be to prevent them all getting shot up. So, on top of his being able to time travel, he's able to just go by seconds and slowly reverse time without making a massive jump. He can make very slow, very tiny controlled jumps to make things seemingly reverse and sort of Mary Sue the whole situation and make things work out well.
Uh, the comics, the powers are, are the same thing. There's honestly not really any difference. Uh, I don't think the comic did have the growth of him being able to reverse time, though. That's a new thing. So that's cool that they added something to his power in the show that, like, made sense with what else he can do. Um, and the comics never really made that decision, and I kind of wish they did, because that's a very cool uh, power. I love time manipulation powers. Next up is Ben, the horror, um, number six. Uh, he has, like, a portal in his stomach that connects to, like, a universe of eldritch horror monsters where, like, just these massive fucking Cthulhu tentacles come out and, like, rip out, rip apart everything in front of him. Uh, and that's kind of, that's simply all there is. There's, there's, like, a scene in season one where he, like, walks into this room as a kid and, uh, you know, you just see, like, you hear the sound of, like, monster roaring and you see, like, blood spattering up on the, on the windows and stuff and he comes out all soaked and in the show, in, in the comics, you actually see him lift up his shirt and, like, the tentacles just explode out. When, uh, when Klaus summons, like, Ghost Ben, it gives him physical form. He's able to make the tentacles come out and also be, like, grabbing thing, grabbing people and throwing them around. And, uh, yeah, his power is pretty fucking crazy. And, uh, obvi obviously not unbeatable, he's dead. But his power is nuts. It's possible he's dead because of his powers. But, uh, obviously, nobody knows what happened with his, with his death. Even in the, even in the comics, we don't know, uh, how he died still. He's barely even in, he was barely in the comics compared to how much he's in the show. Uh, and I wish he was in the comics more because I think it would be very cool to learn more about him. But all we can really assume is that he has the exact same powers in the comics. The last of the Umbrella Academy main cast, because I'm not gonna go into, uh, the new character, Lila... Um, is, uh, is Vanya, uh, number seven, um, the white violin, uh, she has the ability to manipulate sound waves in a way that they have physical form. If she's, like, making sound, like, she usually is playing violin, but if there's other sounds in the room, she can even use her heartbeat. Um, she can kind of give them physical form. Sort of the same way Green Lantern bends light to create physical forms out of it. Uh, she can't really take, make, like, imaginative shapes with it, but she can, like, you, she can make force fields, she can make, like, blades and, like, cut things. Um, in the comics, you see her make, like, a house, you see her make the house explode and, like, blow out the back of Pogo's head like a shotgun. Um, all sorts of crazy things. And it's all just sound manipulation. The comics and the show sort of have the same powers. You don't really see many differences. She's not one that there needed to be many differences. The only difference really is the story arc the character goes through. Where in the comics she has like one interaction with her, with her family before she goes off to become the white violin. And in the show it's like a build over the course of the first season before she finally gets her powers and they treat her like shit still because she's a little violent. She, the only reason she didn't have her powers is because she uh, was like on this medication that was suppressing her emotion and her powers were tied to her emotion, which she had trouble controlling because she was on this medication that she had been taking her whole life. So, yeah, tragic character. Um, and yeah, so her power is very cool. She has the sound manipulation. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for the whole cast. 
Uh, I just wanted to, you know, finally get an episode out again. I haven't uploaded an episode in a while. I, my, I know my last episode was me coming off a hiatus, and I sort of went right back into another hiatus. Um, I don't think I'm going to really stick to a schedule for now with this podcast. I'll kind of just record an episode when I feel like recording an episode, and if I happen just to, like, fall into a trend of recording episodes on the same day, then I'll try to keep that trend going. So if I end up doing another episode on, like, Tuesdays, um, I'll try to stick to coming out with episodes on Tuesdays, and if I'm doing it on a weekly basis, I'll try to stay weekly. Um, but the most I'll really commit to is, like, bi-weekly or monthly. And, um, yeah, once, if, if I start really picking up on it, then I'll really pick up on it, but for now, um, I'm kind of really focusing on, uh, art, and trying to, trying to grow with art. So, yeah. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you guys uh, are big fans of the Umbrella Academy. I've like recently rebranded. I'm uh, going. I'm taking on like a pen name for when I'm you know doing comic stuff. Um, so my name now on Twitter and Instagram and uh, Twitch is Donnie Ditko. Uh, so you can find me on Twitter at Donnie Ditko. Uh, D O N N Y D I T K O. Uh, or Donnie Ditko Art. Same spelling, Art. Um, and then Twitch, obviously, is uh, the name's been changed to twitch.tv slash Donnie Ditko. I'm going to be trying to get back on uh, doing some Twitch. Uh, I recently got Chrono Trigger, and I've been playing Chrono Trigger uh, through my personal time, and I'm really enjoying Chrono Trigger. Um, and it's a game with multiple endings, so uh, I think it would be really cool to, now that I've sort of now, when I love beating the game and had the experience of playing through uh, Chrono Trigger, I'm just gonna go right through and get to an ending, um, whatever ending I happen to get. I'll stream my second playthrough and try to, uh, you know, get something different. See what what sort of different decisions I can make to uh, affect the story and get one of the different. There, there's like 19 endings in that game, so. Yeah, and I assume it's all tied to at what point in the game you manage to beat the villain. But uh, I think it would be neat to manage pulling off beating the, the villain, like, the main boss, the final battle, like, the first time you get there. Because, you know, for those who don't know, Chrono Trigger uh, is, a, is a game where, you know, you, you time travel and uh, at, at one point you're presented with the opportunity to go up against the final boss right then and there and just take him out, uh, take him out of the timeline. Um, but you can wait and just continue to grow and follow the rest of the story. And it's obviously recommended you follow the rest of the story, but there's 19 endings because you have, like, 19 different times you can go fight him. Plus, plus the loss. So, yeah, there, there, there is an ending. One of the endings, when you lose that battle, he still, you know, destroys the world, and that's it. You're actually giving a loss ending. So, yeah. Um, that's it. That's all. Um, hope you guys enjoyed, and uh, I'm going to get going. I'll see you guys next time I do an episode, which hopefully will be uh, in about two weeks. Don't really know the day, but it'll happen. Um, keep enjoying things with powers. Powers are very cool. Hey, okay? how cool were these powers?